back with your teenage daydream. Yeah, we are. We are still working our way through the OC. Uh, depending on when you're listening to this, we are still inside, as everyone needs to stay inside. <laughs> Which is a perfect reason to listen to podcasts or binge watch old TV shows like the OC. Or both. Yes. Someone's someone's on the ball and smarter than me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So episode 18, The Truth. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just had the episode where Oliver magically transfers to Harbor. <laughs> and now we have The Truth. This is... Is this just like the final Oliver episode? Like you just never see him again? It after is. This? Yeah, I think. Um, I don't think you see him again. No, I think he's mentioned, but I don't think he ever comes back. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Intrigue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's. How should we? How do you want to? What's going on? How do you want to talk about this? Well, what is going on in this episode? <laughs> we have a little. Julie Kirsten. Yeah, let's Caleb do the Julie situation. Kirsten Caleb sitch first. Okay. So, last episode, Julie yes. has quote unquote won the job of the designer for the mm-hmm. Newbird group. <laughs> and she has decided to redo the offices. Yes. Just like out of nowhere. Yep. <laughs> well, Sandy and Kirsten are like in the middle of eating lunch in Kirsten's office. And people just, like, walk in and start moving furniture and taking mm-hmm. stuff out. <laughs> Kirsten's like, what is going on? Yeah. Of course, Julie comes in. Because, yeah, like, they're just trying to, like, Sandy and Kirsten are just trying to have lunch and, like, talk about how, like, they're talking about how, like, Ryan's a good kid and, like, we're going to work, figure this out. Like, you know, they obviously want to support him, but obviously, yeah, you know, he might get suspended, he might get expelled. It's a whole... Mm-hmm. thing with the Oliver stuff and yeah yeah Julie walks in she's like oh my god I want to give the office like a facelift and she says something about making it more Danish and then did she say yeah. something about making it more hetero there was something weird there oh I don't know if she did I totally missed that I definitely like wrote it down and I don't know it was I could have definitely misheard it but it was some sort of weird more Danish more hetero something something like it was just kind of like in like the middle of the sentence and I was like wait what a very weird thing to say and I, def- I now want to go back and double check exactly I definitely feel like there said. was like a little something odd there that's very weird but. <laughs> and then of course like Caleb immediately storms in super mad yeah because he just wants his office back <laughs> yeah even though Julie said that apparently Caleb gave her the okay to do this which like we know better we know Julie I can't decide if Julie uh, is lying about this or if she actually asked Caleb and he just said yes, but wasn't really listening to what she was saying. That's probably accurate because it was probably <laughs> just a like, hey, Caleb, can I do this, blah, blah. And he was just like, mm, yep, mm, 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 and yeah. like didn't even notice because yeah. he definitely yeah. is like completely caught She's off guard. Yeah. And yeah. So, yeah, he's just like, what the hell is going on? So he clearly didn't know. So either that's because Julian didn't actually tell him or he just wasn't paying attention. And I think both of those are equally likely scenarios. But then, of course, they're, like, going to go out for lunch and to celebrate her new position. Yes. Which is then followed by an amazing Sandy Cohen quote. (laughs) 
Well, yeah, because she's like, we're going to celebrate my new position. And he's like, I'm not, I'm not even going to touch that. I just can't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so good. Ugh. So good. But yeah, so then eventually. So yeah, Kirsten has to work at home because she has mm-hmm. no office because obviously Julie was going to like redo the offices over lunch somehow. Yeah, I don't know, man. But it's obviously like taking days. Yeah. So she's working at home, so she has all kinds of paperwork and little models. Yeah, she's like blueprints and the model home, and she's basically taking over the kitchen with it. Yeah. And she's talking, just talking about how like Julie's driving everyone crazy, but mm-hmm. of course she can't talk to Julie about it, and then she can't talk to Caleb about it because everyone always ends up thinking it's some sort of some sort of like weird family thing or weird yeah. jealousy thing, and like, ugh, man, complicated. Yeah. And then, right, and then Julie comes over and she's like, let's carpool. Like, I've heard about all these, like, EPA figures, and I feel like it would be really good if we, like, do carpool. And Yeah. <laughs> oh, Julie. Yeah. And she asked for flavored coffee from Sandy. Yes. <laughs> Is it flavored? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so then, yeah, um... I mean, there's a bit where she's out and talks to Ryan, but I feel like we'll get to that when we get to the Ryan yeah. side of things. Because um, then what ends up happening with that? Caleb's talking to Kirsten at some point. Mm. Basically yeah. being like, she's driving me crazy. Yeah. And he then heavily hints that he wants Kirsten to take care of that, i.e. break up with her for him. Yeah, there's a moment where you're all like, oh, like, he wants Kirsten to fire her. And then it's like, right. oh, no, no. He wants her to break up with Julie uh-huh. for him because he's a useless, useless man. Right. And, like, Kirsten even says it, like, you want me to break up with her for you? And he's just like, thanks, Kiki. And you're like, oh, my God, what? <laughs> Which puts Kirsten in the worst position. Well, especially because, like, her and her dad have a weird relationship. Her yeah. and Julie have a weird relationship. Yeah. And then that's how it ends up ending because Julie ends up working on the Saturday. Yes. All right. Yeah. Cause like Caleb keeps kind of ignoring her or whatever. Yeah. And she was supposed to have Marissa, but then Marissa took off, which again, we'll get to. So yeah. she ends up working in the office to finish it up, which Kirsten comes in is like, it's beautiful. Yeah. Thank you. And yeah, so like she's, you know, sort of come around to the side of things where like Julie actually is good at that. Because it sounds like Julie sort of was doing design work when she was super young, but then like she had Marissa when she was maybe 18, 19, 20, yeah, something like that. Yeah, I think she was about 18. Yeah. Because I think there's a point where she was like, I was doing a bunch of this before Marissa was born. And Kirsten was like, you had Marissa when you were 18. Like how much yeah. of this really doing, Julie? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so like she sort of starts talking to her and Julie's clearly getting what she's putting down of the like Caleb wants to break up with her and has sent Kirsten to do it. And I feel so bad for Kirsten at this point because like she clearly doesn't want to do it, but she also doesn't want to lie to Julie. Mm -hmm. So like she ends up effectively doing it just because she doesn't want to lie to Julie. And that's just, yeah, because she actually like does care about Julie, even though like despite all like the weird times and Julie chaos and stuff like that. Yeah. Then Caleb walks in, and it makes it so much more awkward. So much worse. That was literally, like, all I have written down was, Caleb shows up. 
Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, so then... She, she does will. at least give Caleb, like, peace of her mind. And it's like, screw you, I deserve so much better than you. So, yeah. bye. Spoiler alert, they get married, though, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. After some other things happen. Julie's standards are not that high as long as there's money involved. <laughs> That's the other part. Like, I just can't even remember. Like, at some point, does she kind of grow as a person? Like, she always has these hints of, like, growing as a person and not just being about money. And clearly, right. like, she wasn't initially about money. Like, her and Jimmy kind of seemed to... I mean, he had money. But, like, they started off pretty yeah. not wealthy. And, like, when they had the girls and stuff like that. But... Yeah. Julie Cooper. I know, right? But yeah, that sort of ends their little thing. Is there anything with Sandy and Jimmy and anybody else? I don't think so. No, I don't think so, because I think Sandy's story is pretty uh, entwined with Ryan's for this episode, Uh, so it's really just the only other thing we have going on is the whole Seth and Anna. Well, and Sandy also comes into the whole Seth and Anna situation. Okay. Oh my god. Yeah. 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 Which just gets worse, like it wasn't already slightly bad last episode. Yeah. Oh, Seth. (laughs) Bad look for Seth all around. Yeah, so Seth and Anna. Anna's trying to talk to Seth about Ryan. And just, Mm -hmm. like, kind of as, like, trying to be a really good friend and a good girlfriend. Being like, hey, like, have you talked to him? Like, thinking about things on, like, the larger scale. Like, how come you haven't talked to him? And, of course, Seth, because he's... This is, like, the most heartbreaking part of rewatching <laughs> this, is that, like, Seth is just kind of stupid, and... Oh, my God. He's such a stupid boy in this episode. I really just, like, in my head, he's just better than this. <laughs> but, yeah, he's just, like, completely oblivious to everything with Summer and Anna. And, you know, like, Anna's really trying, because, like, obviously, Ryan's mm-hmm. his best friend. This is a huge, big thing, like... He's like, oh, like, you don't know Ryan the way I do. And she's like... Which, like, actually, Anna is completely right in this scenario. Yeah. Because she even said, she's like, well, I'm trying. Like, I'm trying to know him. Like, mm-hmm. I'm trying to be there for you. I'm trying to get to know Ryan. I'm trying to be there. And it's just like, ugh. Yeah. And also, yeah, like, why hasn't Seth talked to Ryan? I can't right. believe... I mean, thankfully, by the end, like, they have a moment. But it's just yes. like, dude, this guy, like... He's always been there for you, and, like, the mm-hmm. one time that he clearly really needs you, you're just being a jackass. Yeah, and flirting with someone who's not your girlfriend the entire time. Yeah, it's not a good look for Seth in this episode. It really is not. <laughs> no. Well, then, because then, oh, and there's a moment where, like, because obviously at this point, like, Summer and Marissa have been, had that moment where they're like, hey, we're both single, oh, whatever. Because obviously Summer did break up with Jenny. Yes. At some point, kind of, like at the end of the last episode Mm -hmm. but summer and marissa and seth and anna kind of end up together in the hallway and it's super awkward because it's sort of that old way of things like marissa and summer like the cool kids Mm -hmm. and then seth and anna sort of like the nerdy kids like that weird group thing even though like anna's always trying anna Hmm. i know she's always trying i know I feel so bad for her in this episode. Yeah. She tries. Yeah. Oliver. Sorry. Stupid Oliver. Of course, Oliver does show up at this point. Yeah, Oliver shows up. And what does he suggest this time? They're supposed to go skiing or something? Yeah, he wants to go to Mammoth to go skiing. Oh, God. 
I'm I like, love the look on Summer's face. Yeah. Well, and props to Anna. So she even, because like, I think Anna even says like, does Oliver seem like happy? Right. Like, mm, call yeah. That and one. Summer's like, well, yeah, obviously he has Marissa all to himself now. Yeah. So they're starting to catch on. Yeah. Uh, but yeah summer's face when oliver's talking she just like hates his guts in that moment and it's great (laughs) so then back with our little triangle of awkwardness Mm -hmm. seth Mm -hmm. and anna again because they're the exact same person and they have like a set schedule and routine yeah they're talking about like this whatever day of the week it is you know they always go to the comic book store or something presumably it's the day when the they get the new comics in yeah like that's just what i'm assuming yeah i think because yeah that's usually like a tuesday or a friday or something yeah. like that yeah i definitely remember like growing up at the 7-eleven like there was always the day like where the new magazines would come and like yeah exactly go get the new magazines yeah um but yeah so like of course he's like well actually you know what i probably should go check on ryan and then this is like when summer walks up uh, and she like asked to go because they're like oh we were maybe gonna go to like the comic book store mm-hmm. because marissa ditched her yep for Oliver. Yep. Just in case that wasn't clear. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And yeah, so she wants to go to the comic book store and she talks about how like, you know, she used to read a lot of Betty and Veronica stuff. Yeah. And Anna's just like, oh yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> right? <laughs> She's like, yes, I do believe that. <laughs> but again, Seth being oblivious right away, like sort of changes his mind about going to see Ryan and is like, oh yeah, sure, like we can go to the comic book store and Anna, you can tell Anna's just like, hmm. Yeah, she clearly doesn't want it to happen. And because she knows, like, mm-hmm. she just knows. And it's so hard because like after they went through all that other triangle stuff, he picked her. Yep. Because I guess because like he thought that was the right answer. I guess so, right? I get because she's the one who showed up on New Year's Eve. Yeah. Hmm. yeah so yeah Anna is visibly upset Seth is oblivious Um, this is where we get to a really this is like such a good scene Seth and Summer and Anna are all the Coens yes first question again in my like architecture questions so Sandy comes (laughs) in and there's like the longest hallway ever (laughs) Like, it just looks like there's just, like, goes on and on, and there's, like, rooms upon rooms upon rooms. None of which are rooms that Ryan can sleep in, of course. But, of like... Course. <laughs> I feel like there's just, like, so much of that house that you never see. It's yeah, I would really like to... I wonder if anyone has ever mapped out the interior <laughs> of this of this house. Yeah, these are, these are things I have. But, yeah, so, he comes home, and he's watching the three mm-hmm. of them. And Seth is trying to explain things to Summer and basically completely ignoring Anna. Yep. And just talking about all the different ones and like, oh, hey, like, you know, because he's trying to set up Summer to like start reading comics. Yeah. With like Dark Knight Rises and um, Watchmen and Sandman. Right? Yeah. Yeah, and then Anna says something about like why, why so gritty? <laughs> yeah, like, like why wouldn't you start with something more like the Archies? Because you know she likes that; it's less grim. Right. You know, <laughs> of course, Seth has some sort of you know how gritty can it be? This is Newport Beach. 
sort right. of a thing. <laughs> I mean, he's not wrong, but also he's yeah. oblivious. But you can tell right away, like, Sandy is 100% seeing exactly what's happening. Yeah. And he's unimpressed. Yeah. Well, because then Anna comes over and has this little, like, conversation with Sandy. And it's so nice and so cute because she wants to know sort of how Sandy and Kirsten kind of have stayed together so long. And, like, what they have in common and this and that. Mm -hmm. Because, obviously, as we've established, especially in the last episode, Seth and Anna are, like, identical yeah and she even says like she's like I love this and I love sailing and I love comics and she's like I didn't think another person like that existed and Sandy's like I didn't think that I think thought only <laughs> Seth existed like that like yeah yeah and then uh, yeah then she's like what do you and Kirsten have in common and he starts thinking and it's just like uh and he's like we both uh love, love Seth, Seth. <laughs> Oh dear. Yeah, so you can tell Anna's worried right there. Yeah, and Anna's just like, disappointed. She's like, oh. But yeah, and he explains to her, he's just saying, you know, like, I think with the Cohen man, like, you just have to have patience. Mm-hmm. But of course, then immediately, like, Seth walks up and is like, Summer's going to stay for dinner. And Anna is so pissed. She's so pissed. Yeah. And Sandy's like, my son, you are an idiot. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Oh, yeah, so then. It's still Seth and the ladies, and Santa, Sandy's, like, talking to Seth, and he's just like, dude, Anna's pissed. Like, how are you right. not seeing what you're doing? He's just like, no, like, I'm not doing anything. And he's like, you are flirting with Summer in front yeah. of your girlfriend. Yeah. I mean, Seth, Seth also is just like, because, and, like, Sandy's getting mad. He's like, you're my mm-hmm. son. I'm responsible for you. You're acting like a bad person. Yep. You know, like, this is part of my responsibility. And, like, because Seth is just like, I'm not flirting with her. And he's like, yes, you are. Now, Seth sort of is right, because he's like, do you think this is about Ryan? Because obviously Seth, right. Yes. Sandy is. And it is at least a little bit about Ryan. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, he seems to, like, kind of not have any. Ryan won't talk to Sandy. Like, he's not coming to Sandy mm-hmm. to explain things. And he just wants to have that conversation. And he's not. But at the same time, Seth, your dad is right. Yes. Completely, completely right. Yep. He's completely correct. So yep. bad. Yeah, it's not good. It's just not good. Um, and then that... Summer ends up leaving at some point. I can't... Is this another day? I lost track of things. I'm not totally sure because like there's a lot of family meals yeah right and at one point like there's this cut and it has like this kind of like super Cali moment where it does like the big sweep over like the beaches and the water and right. the ocean and then it cuts to them and they're like having a meal and Anna's there but Summer's gone but I know like Seth says something about like because they're t- kind of talking about how he's sad that she's gone and Anna gets mad and it's just He's, oh. Yeah, whatever point that Anna gets mad at him and is like, you well, know, I don't even feel like your girlfriend. Well, yeah, because, yeah, like, there's ends up being, like, two conversations, because there's one, and he, like, he flat out says, you know, like, I really love turning people on to comic books. Mm-hmm. And then Anna just says, I think you really just like turning on Summer. Yeah. Awkward. Awkward. 
But then, yeah, then it cuts... Uh, when it cuts back, it's Anna breaking up with him and saying, like, I don't want to pretend to be your girlfriend anymore. Like, this yeah. is, you know, like, yes, I'm here and whatever, but, like, it's not real. Like, you're not in this mm-hmm. like I am. And it's so sad. It is sad. They, that's... Because there's also that part, though... I'm so confused about how this episode plays out that's not just completely all for related him. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's that part where Seth and Anna are sitting at the table with, like, a partially constructed Jenga tower, and they're just, like, playing with the Jenga pieces. <laughs> but, like, really, like, morosely and, like, not looking at each other, and they both look really upset. I mean, obviously, they're waiting to hear... I guess what's happened with uh, Ryan and Marissa and Oliver. That's what it is. Is so yeah. they have the one conversation where they're like having dinner and Seth is sad about Summer kind of not being there and says the whole like turning people onto comics and then ha turning yeah. on Summer. And then Kirsten, the whole thing at the hotel happens, which yes. we get to. We uh, Kirsten gets off the phone with Sandy and says like, everyone's okay, blah, blah, blah. And Seth, that's when Seth and Anne are sitting at the table. And he mm-hmm. was like, oh my god, like, I should call Summer to let mm-hmm. her know that Marissa's okay. And Anna says, like, Summer doesn't know that Marissa wasn't okay. Yeah. Ugh. Which, like, yeah. So I'm... Obviously, Anna is correct in being like, she didn't know. I do still understand why Seth was like, we should probably call Summer. Yeah. Like... Summer should probably know what's going on. I'm surprised I didn't call her already, if we're being honest. How does Summer not know what's going down right now? Yeah, because they're clearly just, like, sitting there waiting. Because they right. know that, like, because Ryan and Sandy left together yeah. while they were all there. Hmm. Yeah. So I had questions about that. But anyway. Yeah. Well, it's so because, like, again, thinking back to, like, when this was originally on, I feel like I was so... I mean, I still kind of am, like, Team Anna... Although, like, I understand the point of Summer, because it's kind of, like, character growth, and she yeah. was the, seemed like the dumb rich girl, but she isn't really, and blah, blah, whatever. But also just, like, Anna. I know. I feel so bad for Anna. Did she also kind of have weird hair here, where, like, the top seemed yes. really bleached out, and, like, but the underneath was dark, but then she still had her short haircut? Yes. Like, it wasn't, like, streaks, it was literally just, like, the top and then, like, the underneath? Which I think, wasn't that a thing people did at one point? Yeah. Yeah, I think that might have just been what was going on there. Hashtag 2004. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like her, I'm a cute comic girl haircut. Yeah. Yeah. Man- Manic pixie dream girl. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's do this. So, yes. And that's when Anna is like, we're yeah. done, basically. And they're over. Yeah. There ends the saga of Seth and Anna. Yeah. Does Anna just fully disappear? Um, she ends up moving back to Pittsburgh at some point, mm. and I don't remember when that right. happened, but she's still around for a bit. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right. Ryan, Marissa, and Oof. Oliver. All right, here we go. So the very beginning of the episode starts with Ryan in the pool house. <laughs> Which is okay. I was laughing so hard watching this because he's suspended indefinitely. Yeah. And so he's like trying to read and then he's like I don't even remember what else he's doing, trying to figure out what to watch on TV and I was like, Oh my god, Ryan is all of us in right, now. right now. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Like, oh that's a familiar look. That's what I've been doing for the last like week. Yeah. Wow. Uh, 
<laughs> cool. Yep. I am on day... I mean, like, technically, officially... Eight or nine of quarantine, but, like, okay. ten or eleven of self-isolation or something, whatever. Yeah. Basically, I mean, when I'm... I got home, I did go get groceries that one day, but... Right. Yeah, I definitely went out on Sunday. <laughs> so that's been a week. So, yeah, it's been a yeah. week. Mm-hmm. I mean, I went and got the mail that one day. And of course, literally ran into so many people in the elevator. And normally I'd never see anyone in my building ever. Naturally. That's so weird. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, back yeah. to Ryan, who's suspended indefinitely and trying to fill his time. Yeah. So he's trying to read Cavalier and Clay. And Sandy does come in and is like trying to talk to him. Uh, which like, this kind of bugged me because I understand where Sandy is coming from. But mm-hmm. Ryan is literally trying to tell him what's happening. And Sandy's actually not listening to him. Definitely no, because he's like, I'm not sorry. Like, Oliver admitted it. Yeah. And of course, because Oliver's... And he's like, I want you to talk to me. And I'm like, he's trying he's to. He's literally telling you everything. Ugh. And yeah, because of course Oliver's manipulative and awful. He dropped the charges. <sighs> yeah. As if there had been charges. Um, He had dropped the charges, like the assault charges. Yeah. And it's just like, how can he be dangerous? Like... Well, no, Ryan says, like, he's dangerous. Sandy's like, you're the one that attacked him. Mm-hmm. And he does, and, like, Sandy And, like, kinda... I get it from the outside, it looks bad, but... Well, especially because Sandy's thinking about how, like, you know, you could be taken from us. Like, mm-hmm. I need you to talk to me because, you know, like, one more thing on your record kind of thing. Like, you could go back to juvie. Like, we're trying yeah. to... You are part of our family. Yeah. You need to, like, the next time you know, you want to throw a punch, like, you need to talk instead. Mm-hmm. And, and so, you know, like, but being in this family, he's like, I'm not going to be able to, like, I'm not going to say that you can't leave the house, I'm not going to say that you can't whatever, but if you want to be part of this family, you're not yeah. going to leave this place, and you're not going to do this, and you're going to act as if you're grounded. Yeah. Which is, like, it's such a good thing, because it's like, Sandy's really trying, but then Ryan's really trying, and, like, normally they're always, like, the pair that get each other but for some reason they're just not it made me really sad because i was like there's this weird tension between them for most of the episode that's not there usually and i'm just like oh yeah yeah but yeah (laughs) yeah so then of course yeah he's just like trying to read and watch tv and work out and going crazy Mm -hmm. yep and and then we switch over to Marissa. Yeah, her and Summer are talking. It's just like, oh, look, like, you know, something about there's no no one's punching each other or this or that. And mm-hmm. we're single. He's not violent. Blah, blah, blah. Ugh. Yeah. Well, and then Marissa says something about how she's going to hang out with Oliver and how he's like the only one who's not like scary and breathing down her neck all the time. And I'm like, girl. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She's flat out says like he's like wait. the only man in my life who's not doing that. And blah, blah, blah. It's like. What men in her life are doing that? Her dad certainly isn't. Right. Ryan kind of is, but not really. Mm-hmm. And there is also no one like, else. Mm, it's going to be a bad scene at the end of this episode, so. Yeah. Just wait for it. And yeah, so of course, like, Summer is like, let's have a spa day. Like, we're both single. We can do all this. But of course, Marissa is going to hang out with Oliver. Mm-hmm. Summer's like, all right, fine, I guess. Yeah. And, and yeah, so then there was that little, like, meeting of the group in the hallway where he's trying to, like, go on a mm-hmm. ski trip. But Marissa, of course, just, like, 
goes off with him and everyone else is like, yeah. Oh, oh my God. Okay. So it's one thing also I wanted to point out. Also, this is the point where you can tell that like, I've been in quarantine alone because I feel like I, we always have, (laughs) we always have these things where like, we like have to talk so much before we start recording an episode and we haven't really had that. So, you know, true. So you're getting it now. I need to like talk a lot. Uh, But when it's summer and Marissa and Seth and Anna and then Oliver shows up, and of course, Marissa's like, oh my god, your lip! Because from when Ryan punched oh, him the right. time before. And Oliver, oh, He says, oh, you know, I was really hoping it had, like, moved from scary and was kind of to the point where it looks sexy. Mm-hmm. And that's when, like, everyone else is like, mm, That's when you get the summer, like, mm, cut-eye look. Yeah. yeah. Ugh. Yeah. So bad. So bad, but also so good, because, like, you can see all of them starting to realize what's actually going on. Yeah. So then, then they're at lunch. So right, Marissa's having mm-hmm. lunch over at school. Yeah. And Luke comes. He's trying to convince her to basically not be anywhere near Ryan and go again. Go away somewhere with him. I don't remember where at this point. L.A. Maybe. This he's at this point. He's still talking about going to Mammoth because then. Oh, he is know, she, okay. Yeah. But she says no because she's supposed to have a mother daughter weekend. Right. And again, being the manipulative jerk that he is, he's like, well, if you don't, you know, like. If you, don't, if you don't want to go, like, just tell me. And she's like, no, like, because he's just not even listening. It's not that she's saying she doesn't want to go. Every time he says that, because it's such a manipulative tactic. Oof. And I hate it so much. And he does it all the time. He does it so much in this episode. Like, well, if you don't want to do that, you just, you should just tell me. Even though he's, like, clearly upset about it. And she's like, no, that's not what's happening. I just, I hate when people do that. And it makes me want to punch him in his stupid face. Yeah. Um, so yeah, then Luke shows up. Well, yeah, because yeah, Luke shows up, and again, he's talking about like, oh, like let's go to Mammoth, and like Ryan mm-hmm. had tried calling, and Marissa was like, oh no, like it wasn't Ryan, like she doesn't pick up the phone. Luke's mm-hmm. getting suspicious, and of course Oliver is like, you know, I really don't think you should like be at your mom's, like, because then you're gonna be right next to Ryan, and I don't think that's good for you. Like, yeah. let me get a hotel room for you and your mom. And Luke yeah. and is Luke's just like, like is no. she making her own decisions here? Like, what is happening? Yeah. Because yeah. Oliver then, keeps yeah. talking for Marissa. Right. And then, yeah, I love when um, uh, she declines the call from Ryan and Oliver's like, she's not she's not talking to him anymore. And Luke's like, is she still talking to me? Oh, like, yes, Luke. Yes. It's so good because he's so mad. Yeah. He's so mad. And then he ends up leaving because he's just like, whatever. Like, I can't do this. Yeah. He storms off. Marissa is clearly getting a little sketched out yes but doesn't really understand so she decides to go get dessert for her and oliver yeah yeah because yeah oliver's all like i know sorry about that sometimes you just get overprotective yeah I'm like you mean possessive and crazy mm-hmm. and then while she's gone getting them to des- oliver takes her phone listens to her voicemail which by the way, okay, so as I was watching this episode, um, and my sister was nearby, <laughs> and I was like, is there not a password on her voicemail? And my sister was like, I don't have a password on my voicemail. And I was like, excuse me? I feel like I definitely remember on, like, one of my first cell phones, which would have been around this time, like, I didn't have to input it, or, like, it was sort of automatically, so, like, when I... there. On the phone itself, there was some sort of like voicemail button. So when you did that, when you initially like, I have always when had you to put s- a password when in you set it up, you had to like put the password in or something. I don't know. I can't. 
I definitely have one on my now, and it's like the same number that I've had. Right. Uses my like voicemail one from when I had like a landline in university kind of a thing. But yeah, I definitely. I'm I'm on both sides. I feel like it's weird that she didn't have a password, but I think there was also the possibility of not actually one being required or it was somehow like automated when you pressed a certain button. Okay, fair enough. I found it very weird just because like even I feel like even on our landline when I was like living at home and a teenager in high school, we had a password on our voicemail. Definitely, yeah. So I was just like, why is this not password protected? Anyway, that aside, (laughs) kids, password protect your voicemail so that your sketchy, (laughs) sketchy, possessive friends can't delete your voicemails for you because that is what he does. He listens to the voicemail of Ryan being like, meet me in the library after school. Just meet me there. I hope to see you there. Like, okay, bye. And then Oliver deletes it. (sighs) And then Uh. obviously is going to go meet him in the library instead of Marissa. Yeah. Because Marissa doesn't know that this is happening. Yep. But before that, uh, Seth sees Ryan coming onto the school Mm -hmm. property, which I'm pretty sure is not allowed because he's suspended. Yes, and that's why, like, Seth leaves Anna and Summer to, like, go check on him because he's like, well, wait a second. You can't do, like, you literally can't do this. No, like, you cannot be here. Like, what are you yeah. doing? And Ryan was all, well, this is the only place I knew she'd be for sure. Which, like, fair, but also, dude. Yeah. Are you trying to get expelled? <laughs> anyway. Yes, yes, yes. So he goes to the library, and as we've established, Oliver shows up. Mm. Being like, oh, Marissa didn't want to come, and she told me the, to tell you to stop trying to contact her. And I'm just like, Argh. Well, yeah, because, yeah, like don't call her anymore otherwise she's gonna get a restraining order the only reason he said that was because he knows that like everyone gets restraining orders against him mm-hmm. and he knows that ryan knows that that happened yeah oh god i hate him so much he's just like the most infuriating character well yeah because he did, and he says like just like give up like no one's going to yeah no one's gonna believe you well yeah and some people like no one's gonna like save you like this is all it's it's over no one's gonna save you whatever and ryan's just like this hasn't even begun yes yeah basically oliver thinks he's won and yeah. ryan's like you don't even know dude yeah you don't even know <laughs> yeah so then that's when um when julie show after that is when julie shows up at the house when yeah. ryan's still there and ryan yeah. goes up to her and is like listen Oliver's not a good dude because he's hoping that Julie at least will do something about it because I mean mostly because I guess Julie tends to overreact about these kinds of things yeah. and he's <laughs> thinking on her being overprotective and maybe not great about yeah. the situation but at least is somebody who might actually do something yeah um, he's like I know we haven't always seen eye to eye and like we don't always get along but like this guy's bad news and then Julie gets all snobby and horrible about it. And is like, uh, the guy from the pool house is warning me about the guy who lives in the penthouse. And I was like, okay, rude, first of all. Yeah. Super rude. I know we all don't understand why Ryan is still living in the pool house and not <laughs> inside the Cohen residence with everybody else. But but also, it's still a fancy pool house. Uh, right? <laughs> I would live in that pool house. Damn. 100%. Yeah. But yeah, so that doesn't really... It doesn't Go really work, well. although she he does tell her about how he 
how he cut his wrists after that girl and got her, the restraining order against him. And you can tell Julie is a little concerned at that point. She's like, okay, maybe you're not just mm-hmm. full of shit and trying to get Oliver away from her yeah. for like jealousy reasons. Yeah. And then we end up at the hotel. Are we and, at the hotel already? Yeah. Right after that, it cuts to Oliver and Marissa and he's talking like oh that's right because he talks her into going to the hotel with him yeah earlier yeah, yeah. right and yeah because then of course now he's again trying to say like let's go to LA let's go to here mm-hmm. like we can go to Paris blah, blah blah and she's just like no like I'm supposed to be hanging out with my mom this weekend like where then he then pulls the whole guilt trip thing again right oh wait or maybe they're still at school here because then there's yeah because they're talking about going to LA but he'll be back by dinner like let's skip therapy oh that's right yeah she's like yeah because she's like i'd love to blow everything off blow this off blow that off blah 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 and he's like oh well, we can and he basically talks her into it by saying i'll have you back for dinner mm-hmm. and she's and, like okay fine as long as you have me back by then yeah and seth and luke see them leave school and at this point like they're skipping school like they're leaving yeah, they're, during they're the school day full skipping class yeah and of course luke is like i don't trust this guy i don't think natalie's real and seth is sort of well, first, Seth is like, like, calm down, dude. You sound like Ryan. Yeah. And he was like, no, like, I know people at Pacific. I don't think Natalie exists. Like, I'm going to go yeah. find out. Yeah. <laughs> Spoiler alert. She doesn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, yeah. So Luke ends up showing up at the pool house, I think. Yeah. Yeah. He comes by to see Ryan and tell him that Marissa ditched school. Uh, yeah. And then about what he found out from his friends at Pacific. Yeah. Which is that there is no Natalie Bishop nope. at that school. Yep. No one is surprised. Mm-hmm. And of course, then like Ryan's in the pool house and he looks and everyone's having like family dinner and he's not there yeah. and it's sad. I know. I felt bad because he was like, oh, nobody's even like invited me to come have dinner, even mm-hmm. though Sandy then is going to go get him yeah. right after that. <laughs> but Ryan has already um, decided to wander next door. Yeah. Because he found out that Marissa is going to be at Julie's. Yes. And he wants to confront her. Which does not go well. No, because, yeah, Marissa, like, happens to pull up right at that moment. And he's like, no, like, there is no Natalie. Mm-hmm. They have a fight. Marissa yeah, gets mad like, and Yeah, she's like, you leaves. sound crazy and pathetic. Also, can we talk about Julie's outfit right here? I don't even remember what she was wearing. It was definitely was so distracted. White pants of some kind, and then like a halter oh, top. Good lord! And it was just—I mean, it's very like super Julie Cooper, but enough that it pulled me out for a second, and I noticed it. Oh my god, that's <laughs> so funny! Amazing. So yeah, Marissa's mad. She doesn't even go inside. Then she just takes off. She yells at Julie. She yells at Ryan, and she's like, "I'm leaving." Yeah. Um, Sandy sees it all from that balcony that apparently you can just perfectly see the Cooper's <laughs> porch from. So much is witnessed from this little spot. Like, it's hilarious. Yeah. And then, like, this is where it sort of kind of, like, keeps cutting back and forth, because all of a sudden it shows Marissa at Oliver's. They're at the hotel. Mm-hmm. And, like, oh, yeah, because she's, like, left the house, so she's crying. And he's, like, and she's, like, can I just stay here tonight? And he's, like, of Ugh. course, like, lets her in. And it's, like, ah. Yeah. Infuriating. And then, then it's actually the next morning. Like, she does stay there that night. Yeah, she does. Because then Sandy and Kirsten try and bring 
Ryan breakfast. Ryan's breakfast <laughs> in the pool house, which is so cute because Sandy shows up first, breakfast and coffee, and is like trying to talk to him, and yeah, I guess is basically like, I want to I want to help you, but you just have yeah. to tell me. Yeah, you have to tell me when you need help. Even though he's been telling him this whole time. I know it's so frustrating. And then Kirsten comes in also with a cup of coffee. <laughs> Which is really cute. Um, and then tells him that Luke has actually come by again to see him. Yeah, and because, so, like, Luke is trying to say, like, there is no Natalie. Like, let's mm-hmm. go. Like, let's go find her. And Ryan's just, like, kind of giving up. Like, she's not going to listen to Basically. me. Yeah, and Luke's like, well, she's going to listen to me. He's like, yeah. I'm going over there. Thank God. Yes, right? Yeah. And then... It- so, of course, Luke calls her, and at this point, it is kind of getting awkward with... Because where, where have they decided to go, though? Because she she doesn't have... A, she says she needs clothes or something. Well, because they're... So, they're in this... They're in the hotel, but he's still talking about, like, I guess going to L.A. again, you know, because, like, we have a suite in L.A., and she's like, oh, you have a suite there? He's like, we have one everywhere. Like, we could go to Paris. And she's like, oh, I love Paris. And it's like, it's only four, 15 hours away. Like, we could go. And she's just like no I can't like that's just not realistic it can be just us to which then he pulls the whole Oliver crap again right saying if you don't want to go and then Luke calls and he's like don't answer your phone but it's Luke so she does like answer it yeah but of course it's still like kind of lying to Luke but not doesn't want Oliver to know what she's saying and she's like just bring me some clothes like go Mm -hmm. to my house and get me some clothes and Oliver's super suspicious and it's just Oh, he's just so manipulative, and I hate it. Oh so god, stupid. yeah, and he's like, you can see he's getting like really, yeah, possessive, and it's terrible. Yeah. Um. And then, so yeah, so Luke goes over. <laughs> Luke goes over to get clothes for Marissa. Yes, this is a slight deviation from the clearly <laughs> like super yeah. epic thing that's building. Yeah. Julie's upset. Julie's She's packing crying, a bag for yeah. him. <laughs> talking about how she broke up and like lost her job yeah yeah she's talking about everything that had gone wrong this year um and luke's like yeah it's been a really tough year like a few months for everyone and i was like oh dude same here (laughs) (laughs) you don't even know it's coming in like 16 years babies (laughs) and then they have this moment yes where they almost kiss yep and then Julie's like, I think you need to go. Yeah. Because apparently she has self-control for a hot minute. <laughs> but uh, sets up for the moment when they're definitely going to bang. Yeah. So that's coming. Man. It is coming. Yeah. So Marissa, of course, knows that Luke's supposed to be coming with a bag. So she goes down to the concierge to yes. see if he's dropped off this bag. Which, like, obviously, why wouldn't he have called her? But anyway. She does happen right. to. I thought that was weird, too. <laughs> like, I realized they're why they're setting it up this way and maybe marissa because he was oliver was in the shower right yeah so like maybe marissa in her head is just trying to make up an excuse to get out of the hotel room and even because yeah like she was kind of rude to luke on the phone so maybe she thought he would be mad and just have like dropped it off so like yeah possibilities but again yeah but also like surely to god you could call the concierge desk from your room yes Right, <laughs> and you could be like, "Hi, I'm calling from such and such a room, and Marissa Cooper, somebody is supposed to leave a bag for me." Yeah, instead <laughs> of so going all the way downstairs from the penthouse. Yep. Anyway, <laughs> I understand the point of why they got her down there, so that's yeah. that's fine. Yeah. So we learn that the concierge 
her name is Natalie. Natalie Bishop. Uh, Natalie Bishop. And she's actually known Oliver since he was little. She used to babysit him. Mm-hmm. And this was finally when all the, like, the bells and whistles and lights and flashing and everything start going off for Marissa. Yep. And she realizes the horrible, Which, horrible mistake she's made. Here's my question. Why, for the love of God, does she go back upstairs? Yeah, that's... Why? Why would, Why in that moment would you be like, yeah, let's go back up to that hotel room with this clearly unstable guy who is possessive and kind of scary? Well, especially because when she gets up there, he's coming out of the shower, mm-hmm. and she's just like, oh, no, no, like, I was just, went to the concierge to see if they had my bag, and you know what? It's so weird, like, her name's Natalie Bishop. Right, like, why are Hello? you also confronting him about this? Like, it's almost like part of her was still thinking, maybe if I confront him about this, I'll get an explanation, and I won't have been wrong this entire time. Yeah, probably. Like, she wants to... But I still just, like, especially because you can see that she's been uncomfortable with him, at least a little bit for the past, at least for the duration of this morning so far, Mm -hmm. even a little bit the night before. Yeah. Why would you go back up there? I just don't understand why you would go back up there. Anyway, whatever. Marissa just doesn't really have good instincts at all. Ever. Some of that story. But yeah, so as soon as she says that, he starts, like, freaking out and, like, punching himself in the face. And, of course, she's like, I'm not going anywhere. Like, I'm not going to go. I'm not going anywhere. And it's just like, yeah. ugh. Which, like, then her reaction makes sense. I understand. You're trying to appease him so he doesn't mm-hmm. do anything insane. Yeah. Because at this point, also, yeah, like, she doesn't know that he has a gun. So she talks him into, like, you know, right. like, go get changed and we'll, like, have dinner and blah, whatever. Yeah. So she calls Ryan, freaking out, finally. Which, like, again, calling him seems like a bad idea. Like, I understand why you did it, but yeah. it's obvious what's going on here. Why wouldn't you do something else? Anyway. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say, like, Ryan's the, Ryan's the guy that... Yeah. Ryan's the guy, always saving the day. I know. But yeah, so yeah. she calls him. Oliver walks in with a gun. She ends up having to, like... She hangs up, and it... Yeah. Just in, like, the scheme of the episode, this was super funny, because it's this moment where we're like, okay, she's finally realized Oliver's crazy. We also then right. realize just how crazy he is, because he has a gun. Yes. But it, like, cuts to the beach, and then it goes to, in, like, this little scene <laughs> about, like, Anna and Summer and Seth and stuff like that, and you're like, wait, what? Yeah. But then it I does mean... cut to Ryan coming in, being like, I have to go, Marissa's in trouble. Yes. And Ryan's just, and Sandy's just like, give me the keys. And they kind of go back and forth, and, because I think Ryan thinks that Sandy's trying to stop him, but Sandy's actually yeah. saying, like, I will take you. Yeah, which, like, Sandy lead with that. Yeah. <laughs> bury the lead. <laughs> anyway yeah eventually he's like give me the keys i'm driving yeah. you're like oh okay i get it sandy's gonna help yeah so they go we cut back to all of oliver and marissa and of course he's just like freaking out and saying he loves mm-hmm. you everything was for you they're both just like awkwardly crying and it's super awkward yeah <laughs> and she's just like well if you love me like then like why would you have the gun and of course he's like it's not for you like it's for me he's threatening suicide again Ugh. yeah so awkward. Yep. So not good. Yeah. And Marissa's crying and Oliver is losing his shit. Yeah. And then Ryan and Sandy are down, like in the lobby, trying to call up. No one's answering. 
So they go to the concierge and ask. Mm -hmm. And of course, this is where it all comes together. Ryan realizes that that's Natalie. Natalie's Mm -hmm. like, oh, you guys know Oliver. And I guess, obviously, they kind of have some sort of conversation just being like, this is bad. We need to go up there. So she does. Because she's like, no, I can't let you in there if, Mm -hmm. like, I can't just let you into a room, which, fair. Mm -hmm. That's. That's, um, that is accurate. <laughs> yeah. But they do, yeah. like, I guess, convince her to, like, at least, like, go up there with us. Yes. Um, and yeah, yeah, so, so they the, get up there with two security guards. Yes. Natalie's knocking on the door, asking for Oliver. He says everything's fine, and she's like, well, that's all I can do, you guys. Like, yeah, we tried. And Sandy's like, oh, okay, well, I guess you're right. <laughs> like, like, no. Yeah. So yeah, then Ryan knocks on the door and is calling for Marissa. And yeah, it's just like silent. You can tell everyone's waiting. But she doesn't want to do anything because obviously because Oliver has a gun. Yes. But eventually then she does say that like he has a gun and that's when security like busts in. Yep. (laughs) With guns of their own because apparently hotel security carries guns around. As someone who worked in a hotel for many years, uh, number one, I guess we did have security, but I can't actually think of any that I ever saw. Yeah. But number two, definitely no one in that building had a gun. <laughs> right? I mean, it wasn't a super fancy Newport hotel, but still. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But either way. I also thought that was strange. Yeah. I was like, oh, they're just, they just have guns. Okay. Cool. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah. I guess maybe they kind of explained the situation a little bit, but... I don't know. Anyway. So they bust in. Oliver's still threatening to kill himself. Yeah. And Ryan ends up being the one to talk him down. And that's just it. Because Ryan always saves the day. Yeah. It's always... Why does why does he have to bear the weight of all of Newport on his shoulders? Ugh, I don't know. He's but, too good for the world. Yeah. But yeah, so he... And it's... Again, that's sort of one of those, like, parallels between him and Oliver of, like, he does understand Oliver and, like, ugh. But, yeah, so he does talk him down. Oliver puts down the gun. Everyone's safe. Yep. And then the episode ends with Seth and Ryan. Yeah. Yeah. Which is so good because, yes, Ryan deserves an apology. Yes. Seth. Yeah. Uh, Seth is, at that point, like, in the pool house, and he has Mm -hmm. the Cavalier and Clay book saying how... These are this team of these guys who like were very opposite, but they ended up kind of coming together like brothers, much it like is us. Such a good book, yeah, super good. And Seth finally just like super apologizes. You know, like mm-hmm. he knows that he blew it. He knows that he's sorry, and he, he even says like, "You have had my back since day one, and I failed you. Yeah. Like this was yeah. this was on me." Yeah. So then there. They're back. The boys are back on the same side. Yeah. I did like, though, because Seth is like, and he's like, yeah, so tell me everything about it, as if yeah. someone already hasn't told me, even though someone's already told me. So how about we talk about how Anna and I broke up? <laughs> yeah. And then Ryan's like, Anna broke up with you? And she, Seth's like, I didn't say Anna broke up with me. And he's like, mm. But then he's like, yeah, no, she totally did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. So yeah, so as much as so yeah, obviously happy that the Oliver thing is over. Again, mm-hmm. I've never been a super Marissa fan, so I'm glad that this sort of ended with like a really good Seth and Ryan moment because like yeah, totally. they're 
Seth and Ryan and then Ryan and Sandy. Like, I think those are the two, like, really foundational relationships of the entire show. Absolutely. That, like, everything else comes out from there. Like, without those Agreed. two things, like, you just don't have the rest of the show. 100% agree. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah. So I sort of talked about my super Cali moment where it was just sort of randomly cutting to, like, the beach and yes. the overview of everything in the middle of the super tense scene. Did you have anything else? Um, the only other thing I had was uh, the view from Kirsten's office, only oh, because fair. like out of her window, it's clearly just like lush green, like palm <laughs> trees or whatever, and you're just like, oh my god, what is this place? Cool. <laughs> so that was what I had. Every single time there was a view from her office window, I was like, damn, like are you in a rainforest? What is happening? <laughs> nice. Yeah. I don't. Aside from like. Natalie, I don't think we really had any new characters. Yeah, and I in. looked her up on IMDb, and she has like six entire acting credits. <laughs> so, so shout out to the actress who played Natalie. Yeah, well done. Yeah, <laughs> she's in like basically five other things and this one-off things as well. So, yep. did um, you did you have a favorite Sethism? I didn't actually have a specific one. I think I just really loved his um, his little bit at the end when he's talking about Cavalier and Clay and the whole, like, how they're two different guys who mm -hmm. became, like, brothers. Like, that was basically what I had. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Because there's not, like, one line that he has in this one that really stands out. Yeah, there's no, like, super, like, zingers or anything like no. that. I think because this is such an intense episode, there's just, like, a little bit less of that yeah. going on throughout, mean, the, throughout the whole thing. That's fair. Mm -hmm. No, totally. Yeah. Um, do we have a most annoying of the episode? Um, like, I feel like it has to be Marissa. That's fair. But maybe yeah. it's, maybe... With the maybe little... it's also Seth. <laughs> yeah, because there is also the whole blatantly flirting with Summer yeah. comic book situation. So they might, they might tie for different reasons. Yeah. You know what? Actually, I think it has to go to Seth because not only is he being annoying about the whole Summer and Anna situation, he's also being annoying about Oliver at the beginning. Agreed. Yeah. So word goes I to take Seth. it back, it's Seth. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> yeah. Do you think... Like, I was just annoyed with Marissa because, like, it's clearly escalating through the entire episode, and mm -hmm. you're at a point now where even all of your really good friends, not just Ryan, who yep. you've written off as your possessive ex-boyfriend, um, but, like, all the rest of your friends are, like, what yeah. is happening right now? and side-eyeing him and even she is clearly aware that something is not right mm -hmm. but she just like doesn't do anything to end it no but yeah no Seth definitely wins sorry what were you gonna say <laughs> uh I was gonna say like what uh did you have a song of the episode there's a few pretty good songs yeah I didn't I they they were all just like I don't know that one stood out specifically yeah because so like um the Love of the Loveless by Eels. That yes. comes on when Ryan's, like, reading. And then the camera keeps, like, panning back and forth. And then he's working out. And then he's trying to watch TV. And I feel like it kind of comes up once or twice again. I was going to say it comes up another time, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, there's definitely, like, a bunch of good songs. Like, the New Resolution. Um, I think that's Azure And stuff like that. And then there's the self-help song that comes on yeah, right at the end. But, yeah, again, this one isn't quite as much about the songs as it is the mm -hmm. uh, gun-toting psychopath in the hotel room. Yeah, exactly. 
totally you know it's cool it's fine yeah so some good music but nothing that was really that like stood out enough to to take it home (laughs) as it were yeah all right well oliver the oliver saga has ended it has where do ryan and marissa stand now we will see i don't actually remember how this plays out because like obviously at the end you know ryan's hugging her and she's like i'm so sorry and he's like it's okay and you're like are they gonna get back together what's gonna happen yeah i i just actually looked to see what the next episode was and it's around valentine's day which is interesting and this is also possibly when Teresa shows up again uh yes because and by I, possibly, say, I, mean, I know that i know the telenovela <laughs> episode is right after that one yeah yeah so yeah i did know that they didn't get back together mm-hmm. yeah they don't get back together yet. right away for sure yeah but yeah so but uh yeah i think this next one's gonna be interesting too more drama to happen <laughs> more to come yes all right well Keep staying inside, keep watching the OC, keep listening to podcasts like this one, or our other one, another book on the show. Yes. (laughs) Where we were talking about, I mean, we did have a little, like, mini hiatus on that one, although by the time you're listening to this, we were going to be back on track, so that's fine. Yeah, you know, it's okay. There was a week of uh, the world sort of closing down and having to sort things out. Yeah, we had to recalibrate. (laughs) It's fine. (laughs) getting back on track now but yes hit us up on twitter where we will live tweet episodes we've yeah. been doing a few takeovers on instagram reach out talk to us rate and review on itunes all of those good things yes exactly cool and we all will right. be back next week yes we will <laughs>